What's up? What is up? Hello. What is up? Uh, this is the Photographic Collective Podcast. I feel like these intros are getting more awkward every week, Jared. I mean, they're awkward unless I do them because mine are pretty clean cut. Last one, saying. last week was a little awkward. Okay, let's start. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Photographic Collective Podcast. My name is Miles uh, Whit Boyer, and I'm sitting here with Jared Fincher. Hello. See, that's him. And uh, guys, today's podcast, uh, special guest today, uh, from Level 13 Cinema up in New Jersey. Uh, we're sitting with my buddy, Chris. And um, y'all, this this uh, this episode is pretty interesting because I'd be willing to bet, I don't know, Jared, we had never heard of Chris before we worked with him. No, no. And also, we haven't really worked with many videographers up north, like in the New Jersey area. So this yeah. was kind of a first. It really, a lot of times, it's, it's interesting that you say that. A lot of times when we're in the New England area, just in general, video is not as big of a presence as it seems like it is down south, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, but let's preface this by saying this dude is a creative freak. Like his work yeah. is really cool. Um, but more than that, like plug everybody really quick. What was something that, that you think that you, as we just finished this interview and then did the intro, which seems backwards, what's something that you felt like you, you really soaked up out of this thing? Yeah, totally. I mean, you guys are in for a treat on this podcast. We have a lot of different voices and some are voices that you've heard of. And Chris is probably gonna be a voice that you've never heard of, but is going to be a voice that is worth hearing. Um, he's a super humble guy that is super talented, uh, and is a freaking hustler. And I think that that is going to be a piece that you'll take from this conversation and really be inspired by it. And hopefully, um, he's like one of those guys where you're like so impressed by his work and then you realize like, oh, this guy's like a real dude. So you're in for a treat. Uh, so check it out. Here's my interview with Chris. So dude, tell us like really quickly, tell tell us a little bit about you because I just painted this very colorful picture of you, but I, but I know that there's infinitely more colors. So you're... You're in you're in New Jersey, right? I'm in New Jersey. I've been filming weddings for about um, like 10, 10 to 12 years. I started my own company 10 years ago. So I was working for a few other companies before I started. This mic's in my face, so I don't want to look weird or make myself a meme. Um, yeah, I was working for a few other companies. Um, and then I just didn't get along with any boss that I ever had. Um, and every company I was working for was super like cookie cutter. Um, I remember like, Every time I would edit a video at like 45 seconds, it would have to be like the couple's name would have to appear on the screen. And I was doing that for like two years. And then I just like drove myself to insanity. And then uh, me and my boss had a huge argument at like 3 a.m. while I was like taking a bath. And then I, uh, <laughs> and then I start, yeah. And then I, I'm a big bath guy, but yeah, um, you are. After after the conversation at 3 a.m., uh, I woke up the next day and just started my own company. And then everybody was like, it should be your name. And then uh, at the time, I was like super just like self-conscious or I didn't know like what I was doing. So I just like didn't want it to be my name because I didn't know if it was something that like I was going to be proud of. But um, I just chose level 13. And then uh, in hindsight, I wish I did my name, but um, it is what it is. I'm just rocking out with level 13 now. So. Okay. Like, what's the, is there is there a story behind that? Like, level thirteen, or is it just no? Like, I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I'm born on the thirteenth. Um, oh, I used to tell nice. people, I used to like try and crack a bad joke and say like, "Oh, I have thirteen cats" or something, but then no. like no one laughed, so <laughs> nope. it was just really awkward, like it is now. I but, can see. Um, that. I can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, this is the reaction I get. That's why I stopped telling that joke. No, you um, you lost. Yeah, you there, lost me. At you got fired <laughs> for getting in a fight with your boss in the bath at three. <laughs> in the bathtub. True story. I, still I wish I was there. making it up. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, I, okay, I love it. Well, so, I mean, anybody that, that is that is listening in right now, Jared and I were having this conversation, Chris, right before you jumped in about like how to accurately, how do we actually like set the tone for who you are? Because what I don't want, like you just said, you don't want to be a meme. What I don't want is to create this like silly stereotypical picture of like this New Jersey videographer because what impressed us so much about working with you was the fact that um, even though you may not have a name that's like, you know, like nationally known yet, your work is there. Like that we, I have never, and I will say this perfectly perfectly uh, loudly on the mic. I've never worked with a videographer that had as much um, creativity in in post as as working with you. So, so like, I want to unplug all this stuff because whatever was in, whatever the bath salts that you were soaking in that day, <laughs> this was a good thing for you. Absolutely. And um, yeah, dude, super honored uh, and humbled by like everything you just said. That's huge coming from you guys. Um, yeah, don't even get me started on your work. Um, a little backstory. I know I listened, you guys shouted me out on the podcast and everything. That was great. Um, I, you guys don't even know how much that meant to me. It's like stupid how much like that meant to me. I like showed my mom. She was like, this is sick. Um, so yeah, just, um, it, it, it might have meant nothing to you guys. It like meant like, it's, it's really sad how much it meant to me. So I thank you both for that. Um, but yeah, touching on like the backstory of working with you guys. So like, I think Miles, you reached out to me before the wedding we worked on, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy has a ton of followers; his work's sick. So I was like, "Ryan, like uh, Ryan, the guy who I work with uh, all the time." I was like, "Dude, like we have to kill this day. Like these guys are coming in, <laughs> and like if if we're bad and their photos are really good, like I'm gonna hate myself." Uh, it's like so. Like we talked about it. And then uh, on like the day of, I was like, oh my God, like this is the day, like we're going to meet this, this team of photographers. And I, I remember like driving we, up we there. We were thinking the same thing. Same. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so on the way up there, I'm like listening to like my, my, my music and in the zone, I'm like having anxiety attacks. So I had like four Red Bulls, Ryan's telling me to stop drinking them. Um, but then we, I arrived there first, actually. Uh, so I get there first. I'm talking to the bride and everything. And I just remember the first thing she said to me was, where's Miles? And I was like, oh man, like, I want to know where he is too. Um, so you guys come walking through the door in like tuxedos and I'm wearing like a fitted black long sleeve shirt. I look like a busboy from like the Olive Garden. Yeah. I was like, all right. Like, I was like, all right, this is going to be a good one. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think, and then just talking to you guys, like, Initially, I was like, ah, oh, like, it's going to be a good day. I knew it was going to be a good day, um, like, immediately, because, like, you guys are just, like, not strict with anybody and just super normal people, and um, you just make the, you make working with you guys easy. Dude, I'm supposed to be so. interviewing you right now. Jared, turn, flip the scripts. We're supposed to be asking the questions here. We, we will, but let me just reminisce, which is amazing that we came in with such... Um, calmness, because I think we had just come off of an Uber that had taken us. We had gotten on the wrong Uber to get there. You remember that? We had <sighs> showed up in the wrong Tesla Uber to get us to the ving- to get us to the, her room. Yes, yeah, so we, we hopped in. We hopped in an Uber in Jersey City <laughs> to take us to Hoboken, and he was taking us to like the, he. We jumped on a highway somewhere, and I asked him like, "Where are we going?" And we'd gotten in the wrong Uber. Yeah. 
You guys don't know this. I actually paid that Uber driver to take yeah, it to the wrong location. So we'd be late. So you yeah, look awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you think I can get my hold fast yeah. strap back? Because he stole that too in the back uh, of my. He did. It's, not, no, I, it's on eBay. It's on eBay. <laughs> it does have my signature on it. Um, okay, dude. Well, so let me let me ask you this really quick because one of the reasons that we wanted to have you on here was because you actually just you just sort of touched on this, like you've had the opportunity to work with a lot of photographers in a lot of different scenarios um, in, in one of the most populated wedding markets in the country. And, and so, like, what is that like for you? So, so tell me, like, you roll in every Saturday, you have a job to do. You don't have to burn people hard here, but what's it like to be on the other end, on the video end of the spectrum and say, like, all right, what am I walking into? You know, I'm actually glad you asked me this question because this is something I, I was thinking about. Like, I was like, oh, if you ask me this question, how am I going to answer this without like ripping people up? But uh, usually, because there's stuff like, let's say I'm going to a venue and I'm like, oh, I want to do this, this, this there. It's going to come out epic. I know the couple is nice. Um, sometimes I walk in and the photographers just in their own world, like they're like, oh, the videographer is here. Um, like I'm a headache to them. And then, um, the day just unravels and I don't get to do a lot of what I want. Um, just because the photographer just focuses on their stuff and then just goes to their next thing and the next thing and their next thing. And, um, just sometimes the timing is an issue. I obviously know like where videography is on the totem pole of stuff. I obviously always say like, I'll let the photographer go first. And then, um, before we move to a different location, I'll hop in and do um, do my stuff, what I want to do. But usually, it's, it comes down to like the personality. Sometimes, like some photographers, just are hard to work with. Um, but in the same sense, I never went to school for this, um, so I actually learned everything from photographers too. So there, there's um, like I said, I don't, this is not me talking bad about photographers. This is just some, but like. Uh, a lot of the people that I work with, that I work with weekly, I've actually learned everything I do from them, like like light, like learning light, I didn't know really when I first started. Um, it wasn't until I was working with these photographers and just seeing how they pose, seeing how they direct couples, uh, just seeing them work helped me just take what I wanted from certain individuals and be like, oh, like, this is how they get that shot. I'm going to try and implement it into the video world or... Like I work with this one photographer, she's super outgoing. And I always say like, oh, I try to be outgoing like she is, but she just pulls out so much like reaction that I still can't do. So I still try to like learn from that. But usually in the New Jersey world, that is, I think in any world right now, like just everything is like with photography and videography, it's so saturated. So um, I think everybody's work is just, just getting better and better with time with the technology and stuff like that. So I think like right now, the market is just, a volcano with, with just good work. So I think it just comes down to just being different and, you know, it's putting your twist on it. I mean, I've, a lot of companies do the same stuff. So I make it a point to just always try to push it. Um, the biggest thing I would say that I hate is, and I get it for some couples, like they want, they hire a photographer because they see their work. But sometimes like when I work with certain photographers and they just do the same thing at the same venue over and over again, and I want to change it up and just not be, not do the same thing. Cause I don't want every video to look identical. Um, that's where I think the biggest issue is, um, just because I'm not traveling around the country. Yeah. Um, I'm for now, hopefully, you know, but, um, 
I think we did one in North Carolina. It was awesome. But um, usually I'm in New Jersey and, you know, I'm at these venues like 10 times a year. So I try not to give the couples the same video that they've seen from their venue. You I know? feel like that's the challenge, right? Like that's the challenge of wedding videography and which is like so inspiring to see your work look very different from video to video. Uh, but yeah, Thank we've you. experienced the same thing. We were at the same venue for five weeks in a row <laughs> this past yeah. this past month and just us having that conversation of like, what can we do different? You know, every bride and groom is different. So that, that changes up the game. But like, here's our venue. This is what we have to work with. So like, what can we do different? But I do, I love that about your work because it is, I feel like you do, that comes across. And also I want to just give you props like, I feel like that attitude of, uh, I mean, it's just humility coming into those situations and almost having, what I hear from you is like having a like forever learner type mentality. Like I'm always gonna, I'm always learning. And to go into a situation to know that like these people, I can learn something. So when we met you guys, it's like, I can learn something from Chris in the way he does stuff. Um, it may not be my style completely, but I can learn something from it. And I think that just goes such a long way, not coming into a situation being like, I have everything Absolutely, I know. Absolutely, man. I, I, I yeah, I was never always like that either too. Like I think like at first I was like, oh, I have to do it this way. And then, um, like I remember I used to show up at brides' houses at like 8 a.m. and they didn't even have a stitch of makeup on. And I was like, what am I filming? Like this bride doesn't even want me here. She just got out of the shower. And, you know, now I shoot like two things of like makeup shots. And I'm like, all right, like I'd rather spend more attention to like just her in her robe or her in her dress or just like some candid moments rather than have everything like post and stationary. So, um, yeah, I, I always try to push it. I always try to change it up. So it's, it just keeps like you guys do the same thing. I think like I see you guys work. Never, I never see like a a similar post. Like you guys keep it funky. Um, I think that's part of it. You know, just just pushing yourself because um, that that comes down to like who you guys are too. You know, you know, I could easily show up at a venue and do the same thing fifty times and call it a day and not break a sweat or have anxiety or hate myself at night. But uh, I do. I, I try to like think of what I could do creatively just to, just to, just to keep pushing every year, you know, just make the videos get better and better. Well, dude, it was, it was one of the reasons that I really wanted to have this conversation with you because I, you know, like everybody that's listening right now that has, has listened to us for quite a while knows that we've had some pretty big names on here, but we've also had a few of our most popular episodes have been names that I think, I, I think exactly represent you people that, that, um, that the industry as a whole can really relate to. Right, like this is a this is sort of a new generation of um, of of industry in the sense that most of us are looking at this from a really narrative perspective. Like we're trying to build stories, and regardless of where you're at on that spectrum, whether you know this is you've you've had a camera for 15 minutes or you're operating in like the luxury market, reinventing yourself week after week is not an easy process, especially when you have to do it from a brand perspective where there has to be consistency. So it's like. People need to be able to see what level 13 looks like while also understanding that you're going to create something unique for them. So talk, talk me through like your creative process a little bit because you just touched us just for a second. You said you, you were pounding all the Red Bulls. Uh, looking at you, I bet you did. Uh, you like just knocked a few thousand push-ups out in the parking lot. <laughs> um, like, LA Fitness, baby. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a big jump roper. Um, but yeah, the creative, like the editing stuff, 
Uh, are you talking about the editing or physically shooting the wedding? Just, I just, what's your creative process? Like, you know, I mean, everything from you mentioned, you've mentioned, you've hinted on things here that I think we need to slow down and back up and let people have insight to. Like you mentioned, you were listening to your music on the way to the, to the wedding. You were kind of giving yourself, like Ryan was giving you a pep talk. You were you're like, these are all things that, that in repetition, in, in habit, create successful brands. So 100%, I think the, like level 13, a lot of people know only me from level 13. Um, I want to give Ryan his flowers. Um, without him, I, w- I would probably not be alive right now, sadly, but, uh, he, he means a lot to me personally. And, um, he's been doing this for me since I started the company. So, um, you shout out to Ryan Laughlin. I uh, love the guy. Uh, awesome photographer too. Um, just super talented with the camera. And he's also there like on the days, when like things aren't going good on a wedding day and I'm in my head and I'm, I might be in like a bad mood for a split second. He'll, he's there to just like talk me off the ledge and just be like, yo, we're going to get through this. Like it's only bride prep. We, you didn't get the shots you wanted. Um, cause I'm big. Like, um, if I try to film bride prep, awesome. So I know like the whole day is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't have a good bride prep, like I like to start where I'm like, all right, I'm chilling the day. I just got to kill the rest of the day and keep this flow going. Sometimes bride preps aren't like that. I get stuck in like a really tight hotel with like an exit sign and an air yeah. conditioning unit and like in a there. fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to like tilt shift the whole day to like make something cool. Um, but yeah, going back to like the creative process, like with, with editing, it's something I never rush. It's also something I never do in a bad mood. Um, just because, uh, I don't know. I just don't think right. If I'm like, if stuff's going on in my life that like, I, I have to like focus on and then I don't, I need to be like just pure focused on the editing just because everything has to flow nicely. And then if my mind's not in the right spot, then the whole edit's going to come out bad. Um, but usually when I get home from a wedding, I'll dump the footage and then, cause I shoot log now too. I just started shooting log this year. So I think my colors um, have have been something I've been working on since I started. I've been trying to achieve a certain look. So I think I'm finally getting close to what I want to do. Um, so usually right when I get home, I pull out like my best clips of the day and I'll color those. And then I'll just like take a screenshot of them at like 3 a.m. and I'll send them to Ryan. He won't answer. And then I'll just go to sleep. Um, take a bath. And then usually, I'm gonna, yeah, take, take a, a bath. Take, I take, take a bath. bath. <laughs> I take a bath every night. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, the editing process, the hardest part of the editing process is just uh, figuring out like the song choice. Uh, sometimes I spend more time finding a song than editing in general. So uh, that's the hardest part for me. Uh, but once you get into that rhythm, then it gets fun. Um, and it's just something you can't rush. And you know, every wedding's different. Every footage is different. Um, it, it's tough. It's, it's really tough to um, just keep on being at the same venues and mixing it up. So um, I really focus a lot on doing that just so every couple gets like a video that's different than the next. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear more about uh, kind of the, your duo. Like when, so you said Ryan started working with you when you first started the company? Ryan moved back home from Denver and then it was just like a natural thing. He hit me up just to be like, yo, I'm back in New Jersey, what's up? And I was like, dude, I just started this wedding company out of nowhere. Um he was looking for a job at the time. I knew he was nasty with uh, a, a camera because uh, he was doing photos still there in Denver. And he's been with me ever since. Uh, and he's kind of just snowballed into being his own his own monster in his own right. Uh, he, he works for a bunch of other people, not just myself. But uh, 
he works with me when, when like, I would say, if I'm doing 50 weddings a year, he's on 48 of them. Yeah, cool. And it's been a blessing just to, it's a blessing to work with like your best friends. Like I know you guys are super close. No. Um, there's something I never take for granted to um, like, I know like when this is all said and done and I'm 75, uh, I'm going to look back and be like, I got to like work with my best friend uh, a bunch of times. So it's something that uh, I, I never take for granted and just a cool thing uh, just to do it with. Like, I think it's just cool to work with your buddy, no matter what the industry is. Dude, such cool, such a cool, humble perspective though. And like, I hope listeners like you guys that are, that are kind of sticking with us here. I hope what you're pulling from this is, is the humility behind it. Um, because this is the guy, again, if you haven't seen Chris's work, like, you know, click down in the show notes, click over, check that out. But, but, or just take Jared and I's word for it. Like we don't, we don't ask anybody to be on this podcast that, that we don't feel like is, is capable of kind of standing behind their name. And, and so Chris, the work that you and Ryan are doing is wild, but, but t- you just touched on something really quickly. Are you really, are you doing 50 weddings a year? Uh, yeah, we, we, we try to, you know, I'm trying to support this family. I just got a family of four. So, um, I have two <laughs> kids now. So, um, yeah, we, we, on track, we usually do, uh, 50, um, I know like the year after COVID, uh, I personally shot 91 weddings. So it was wild. Um, and it's not only filming 91 weddings, it's also editing wow. 91 weddings. Wow. And what people, what people don't understand is some of these weddings, they get three edits from me. Yeah. So they get an Instagram video, they get a three to five minute highlight, and then they get their full length feature. So, um, I do a majority of the editing. Anything that goes out publicly, I touch. I now have a, a close friend of mine that's helped me out with, with some other stuff just so um, my backlog doesn't pile up and I like yeah. hate myself. Yeah, but, but dude, um, this is this is what hustle looks like. I mean, that's this is what I wanted what I want to like tag on because we have so many people, man, in our training groups or over in Photoco or in the Slack channels or you know, like so many people that in their mind, they are truly grinding out work. Bro, this is hustle. Like that's that's what it looks like in order to not just provide for your family, but to build value to your brand. I have to like be my own cheerleader in a way. Like I have to hype myself up and be like, you're killing it. Like no one's going to say it for me. That's why when you guys did the podcast, like I've been doing this for 10 years. That's the first time someone's like, been like, yo, this guy's good. And it just meant the world to me. I like just to touch on like you guys, like you guys have a lot of followers and stuff. I have like 2000. So just on like a follower's perspective, it just, it just shows the type of guys that you guys are. So I think it's awesome that like you would have someone like me on it, uh, on this podcast. So just, uh, super cool. Okay. So let's, let's keep going then because you have, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm in awe because it, you, you're, you're tripling up uh, that year. Like you just said, you did 91 weddings. So that's triple what we shoot. Um, but we also don't do that every year. That was just because um, the COVID reschedules. Okay, well, even 50 is double what, you know, like is is what, what Jared and yeah, I can handle. And Jared and I have our fingers in a lot of other things as well. But I think that everybody that's listening to this can probably uh, can probably appreciate the fact that like it, it's not the actual shoot time and the editing time. It's the, it's the admin hours. It's building the relationships with these people. Um, you know, to where when you show up, people, you know, they can't wait for you to be there. So, so talk to me really quickly, because I, one of the things that I think Jared and I both were really drawn to with you and Ryan was, was the way that you guys get along with people quickly. Um, and that's unique. And it's not, not only is it unique to our industry in, in like image making in general, but I'm going to tag 
the other side of the spectrum from that question I asked you about what, it, what it's like to work with other photographers, I will tell you some of the most awkward humans I've ever been in a room with have been wedding videographers. Sadly, that's not the first time I've heard that too. And to be honest with you, I worked with a photographer and she was like, I work with videographers and they never speak. And she's like, Chris, you're the complete opposite. Um, <laughs> so I, I know I talk a lot, but um, I think if you're in the wedding industry, you're literally, you have to have a personality. Like if you're going to be a mute, if if you're a videographer and you're a mute, you're you're never going to be, I don't think you're going to be satisfied with the product you give the client because there you're just is. shooting over the photo, you're just shooting over your photographer's shoulder the whole time. And just like, you're not going to get any movement. You know, sometimes like some photographers are just super posy. And then if you get stuck with one of those and you're mute, you're game over. You're never, it, your work's just not going to shine, I don't think. Um, so for me, I kind of had to, to, it took me a few years just to like build confidence and be like, all right, like I have to like stand up for myself a little and just make sure I get the shots I want to. That's why I always try to be nice to the photographers. Because at the end of the day, the bride and groom could love me. If the photographer is like, I'm running the show. I don't care what Chris wants and I'm not giving him time. Like my day shot. So, um, it's important that like they know going in that like I work with a photographer. She, I don't work with a lot of photographers that shoot Sony. I, I film with a Sony camera. I l literally let her use all my lenses just because I was like, listen, like I, she was like, she wanted the new 51.2. And I was like, Oh, I had the 51.2. I'll shoot on my 35 for the majority of the day. Take this thing. $2,000 lens. Just met her in the morning, had one conversation with her. Um, and just, she's just super thankful. And you know, like we worked great together like that. Yeah. Me doing that in the morning set my day yep. up. She didn't know why I was doing it. I was like, listen, yep. like the couple's cool. I want to make sure we're killing this together. Take my $2,000 lens. I'll use this guy. You know, it, it's all good. As long as like everybody gets along, like that's where I think like the industry, like everybody's so competitive about like getting bookings and everything where sometimes like on the day of, like when they see each other and their competitors, it's like you, you feel the tension instead of being like the couple might not know that you guys are competitors. Like if you're, if you're both offering photo and video and they hire one of you for a photo and then the other one for video, it's like, it, it gets weird sometimes. Like I work with some people and they're like, Oh, why didn't they hire our video company? I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, do I don't know, know who your video company is. <laughs> yeah, I do know that I'm going to kill this video now because I know like what's at, at state. But, um, you know, I just think everybody has to go into it just all with an open mind and just be like, let's try and like make something special here. Because well, bro, you're, you're, a, you're a team player. I mean, that what you're talking I about try. is talking about being a team player and to go into it knowing that like, hey, we're in this together and like this product's going to be only as good as we can work side by side. I mean, that's what we think when we go into it. And so I think that was why New Jersey was so beautiful when we got to shoot together was because I, even though we didn't really know it, we both were coming in with the same mindset of like, Hey, we're going to drive all day together. And I mean, it's this idea. I mean, you're talking about giving up the lens or whatever for the day. I mean, it's talking about being a servant, man, like coming in and being like, Hey, I want the video to be awesome. I'm the, the photographer. You want the photos to be awesome. You're the videographer. Like if we can come together and serve each other and like give each other room and all this stuff, this is going to be awesome. And it was, it was totally awesome. So dude, I was upset cool. when you guys, when we left, man, I had such a fun day working with you guys. And it, it was just a, it's a cool, it didn't even feel like work. Cause some days feel like work. Uh, but when the photography team's cool, like, like you guys were like, and me and Ryan, we still talk about it, like, cause he knew I was coming on here and he was like, dude, like those guys were awesome. And it's very rare that it's like that we, everybody just gets along. Like, like us four, I feel like we had a, a cool uh, vibe together. So, um, and I know I, 
I listened to like the the podcast you guys just recently did where you guys I think Miles was talking about like the relationship like you guys have. Um and I, I think that like you guys worded it beautifully. So uh no, you got your bond definitely like I definitely knew you guys were super close and, and just got along really good. The first time I met you guys, I like, can work with you. Like it, it was very readable. So yeah, I mean, uh, it, it just comes down to it, it. Really, just comes down like like Jared just said, just to serving people well and, and serving people in the industry well. Not just not just our clients, but you know the people that they've chosen to be at their wedding as well. Like I don't want to be considered a wedding vendor. That's actually the last thing I want to be is is considered just like another vendor. And so if that's the case, my assumption is like you know everybody that's that's at this event holding the camera kind of wants they want they want that that level of respect to say that they were invited here to document this. Well, so dude, give us some, before we go into, like, I know you've got some new things going on I want to talk about, um, but before we get there, give us give us a little bit of advice, like, um, as you drink out of your gallon water jug, but give us a little yeah. bit of advice, like, what, for, for you guys? For the, yes, for, well, for everybody that's listening, for, for, for our listeners that are trying to figure out how to, it sounds like you've kind of, at least in my opinion, it sounds like you've got this licked. How to how to juggle the grind of of like hard work, the hustle of hard work, and um, you know the humility of of being a creative. Like how do you how do you keep all of those balls up in the air? Ah, uh, it's definitely. It's something, something I like pride myself on. Like, as I've been doing this, like every year I'm like, okay, like I, I do love this. Like in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I love wedding, the wedding world and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh, I, I do love this. I love filmmaking and stuff like that. So I think it all starts there. If, if I didn't, you have to have a natural love for it. Um, you have to do what you love. Like I, I love editing. Like I literally, I just get into my own world. I think that's what cameras do. Like they let you like transport into a different world. And, you know, obviously you see things from your perspective and then you're letting everybody else see it. So, I mean, it all starts there. Um, obviously I don't want to like lie about it. Uh, financially, this is the only thing I'm good at. So it definitely helps out in the financial part. Um, but besides like having it for a living, um, I think just, you know, just, you have to cheer yourself on. You have to make sure that, you know, everybody that you work with likes you and, you know, for me, it's just been just keep pushing. I always just make sure I, I have the, I'm never satisfied with anything. Even if I kill it, I'm like, oh, like I look back on it like a week later. I'm like, oh, this edit is terrible. Um, I did, never being satisfied, uh, has been like my thing where it, it's just like push me past what I th thought I could do. So that would be my biggest thing to people is just keep pushing and just never be satisfied with your work. Um, and you know, sometimes, reaching out to people and just like liking someone's comment sometimes will like change up stuff for people too. So like, I've been trying to comment more on people's stuff just because when they do it to me, I'm like, Oh, you know, like, people do like are acceptable and they do like, like my stuff. So I feel, it makes me feel good sometimes when I'm like, oh, I wake up and I check my Instagram and I'm like, Oh, there's, there's 30 likes and stuff too. Um, yeah. so stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I really try to, to just keep going. I really try to give it my all. That's like, the only thing I could say. Um, I don't know if I worded that gracefully, but uh, no, it was perfect. Yeah, where, I just try. Where are your where are your the majority of your clients coming from? I would say like North Jersey. No, no, no. I um, mean like like where are they? How are they hearing about you? Oh. Uh, dude, that's a good question. I'm 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 pretty absent on social media. I've been posting more on Instagram. I'm trying to get more into that. Um, that's something that I, um 
going to contribute more time than I have just to make my social presence a lot bigger. But I think I've been posting here and there on Instagram, like consistently, consistently for like a few years now, but it hasn't been like done the best I think I could do it. So I think I'm going to push to make, uh, um, people reaching just, out to you on Instagram though. Yeah. I get, uh, increase from Instagram. Um, uh, I get some random phone calls at like random hours. Uh, sometimes I get phone calls the day before a wedding and they're like, Oh, my videographer hasn't answered me and stuff like that. That I get that uh, phone call probably like four times a year where the bride's like, Oh, I can't get in touch with my Don't videographer. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can't get in touch with my videographer. Are you free? And I'm like, all right, this again. But uh, yeah. I, I always, if I, if I'm available, I, 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 I say I'm free. And then, you know, um, just because it happens a lot, I don't know why people do it. Um, my anxiety would literally cripple me if uh, I booked a wedding and didn't show up. Yeah. Well, how much, how much do you think, I, I imagine it's pretty high. How much of your, like, um, your clientele is coming from word of mouth or coming from previous clients? Definitely has to be high. I don't even know the number. Um, but I would say like at least, at least 50% of my clients every year are uh, word like of mouth. You did my cousin's uh, wedding and I want you yeah, to do I, mine now. I actually just filmed, um, my first family. I did their whole family. I did like the two sisters and the brother's wedding. And, um, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. Uh, and I actually know one of the people even before he got married, before he met his fiance. So it was super humbling for me just to a whole family would give me the honor to just capture their whole, all their siblings. It's, it's just a cool thing. So, um, I didn't take it for granted and I, I didn't put the last, I'm still edit. I'm about to edit their wedding too. So I'm going to make sure that one comes out good. Cause the first two came out good. So if theirs comes out bad, they're going to probably hate me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so. I mean, that's the, that's the reason we asked though, Chris, is because, you know, so many people that are listening and, and a lot of people like in our training groups, the questions often come down to like, how do I increase the volume and the value, right? Like I want to, I need more work and I need that work to be more expensive. And and so often our reply is, well, how are you taking care of the people that have already invested in you? Like, how, how, are you, how are you making sure that the people that have already spent money on you feel so important and so valued and that their work is, is, is appreciating over time that they are willing to, you know, spread your name for you? And it sounds to me, that's, that's why I asked. It sounds to me like that's probably like fairly central to you is just keeping, maintaining relationships with clients, you know, long after you Absolutely, deliver. But I also think it, it also touches on what we talked about earlier, where if I was a mute and just stood there with the camera and plus record uh, that, that part of my like clientele would not exist. If like, I try to make couples laugh. I try to, I hate being in front of the camera. So I totally get it. That's usually what I lead with where it's like, Oh, if you're uncomfortable in front of the camera, like I hate being in front of the camera. So I get it, you know, like, but we're going to kill this day. Uh, I'm going to make you feel comfortable. We're going to crack terrible jokes. You're going to laugh at how bad they are. And I'm going to hit record. And then I'm going to use that. And no one's not going to hear that audio because no one knows what the hell is going on behind the camera because I put it over a song anyway. So, you know. Man, I'm going to remember for the rest of my life, just so you know, Chris, every every once in a while, Jared will, will, will be at a wedding together and Jared will, will whisper in the back of my head, have a moment. Have a moment, because that's yeah. your thing. You know that? That's like your hashtag, have a moment. You say that over and over. Yeah, hey, dude. you guys, just real quick, have a moment? Have a moment? Have a moment. Have a moment. <laughs> yeah, because like, sometimes like everybody's like whispering in the ear, like they don't know what to do. I'm just like, you guys just be natural. Like, if the more natural they are, like if 
but some couples, like when they get in front of the camera and I say, have a moment, they just like, look at me and like, what the hell is that? Um, <laughs> so I just say like, you know, like talk to each other about anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, what is that? Um, but yes, sometimes, you know, it's just, um, it's just what I say. Just, I, for me, I say have a moment and I just see how they react to it sometimes because, uh, some people will like get into character or, you know, just have, they'll make a cool post. What I've been dealing with is when I stop recording, they do something that I want to record. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I'll be like, oh, like, give me this look. And then I'll like walk away and then like they'll pose perfectly. I'm like, ah, oh, missed that See, one. That's, that's why Miles will do that. He'll, he'll take his camera down, but then I come over to the left, bam, 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 nail it. Yeah. It and then I'll post it on my Instagram and I'll claim it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, awesome. No. Okay, dude. Well, so you've got some new stuff going on. Um, some exciting stuff that I'm excited to be. I, it sounds. It sounds like there's a solid chance I might be bringing New Jersey to Arkansas at some point. Uh, Absolutely. So, dude, tell tell us about this. Yeah. So I'm super excited. So uh, I was going back and forth because uh, I wanted to do like a passion project. I was going to do like a short film, and then uh, or I was going to do this documentary. Where we're going to be starting this documentary called Stay Still, and it's kind of like the creative process of photographers um, from all, all over. Uh, I asked Miles if he would be the first one and he said yes. So I'm um, super pumped that a guy like you uh, said yes to that. Uh, just being like a guinea pig because I don't really know how it's going to go down. So uh, I honestly, since you said yes, um, I literally have been like showering myself with ideas in the bath. Um, <laughs> but I think it's going to be like the creative process of photographers, just how you guys... Cause you'll get to the venue and immediately, you know, you have to start. So I think it's just going to be like how you guys get the shots you get, how quick you are with it. Um, just dealing with the, the bride and grooms, you know, like traveling uh, a little bit of family life in there. Um, just showing off like your inspiration and stuff like that. Um, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's uh, the, the reason I bring it up is not only, I, honestly, I, I'm extremely flattered to be a part of this with you, but I also think it says a whole lot about who you are that you're, Jared hit on this earlier, you're just kind of forever learning. And this is giving you a behind the scenes opportunity to like, you know, to to see this happen, um, you know, from a from a brand new perspective. It's going to do nothing but make your your wedding work even better, I think, which is, which is hard to see. So, Dude, as we as we kind of hit the the back end of this whole thing, I I, I want to touch on. I mean, I think that anybody that's listening, I hope has grasped the fact that, dude, what what makes you special is 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 not what the the industry says makes us special, right? Like most of us will say, like, hey, pick pick this camera, lay this color science over the top of it, like you know, go about it this way, and you can and you could be famous here, but. I think what's happening, what what I see in your work that's so unique is is this mixture between the humility to just get out there and try new things um, and need help doing it as well as then just the the work ethic to like continue to do it until it's good. Nailed it. That that's exactly that's exactly what I do every day. I just try like right now I've been filming the ocean at 5 a.m. Um just with like vintage lenses on my new camera. So um just because at 5 a.m. my kids are still sleeping, so I have some free time from like 5 to 7. Um, so no one knows that. It's just me testing out just for the love of it. So uh, like I get, like I said, like you got to love it. And, um, you know, I just always try to push it, you know. There, there's so many talented people out there. So if you're not pushing yourself, you're in this world. It's so saturated. So like you got to, you got to put the effort in. 
Dude, that's that's really inspiring. Well, I I want to just encourage you, man, like to know. I know it's easy for us to feel like like who am I to give like whatever advice or whatever. But Chris, I feel like you have a lot to give, and I think even even with the documentary and stuff you're talking about, the stuff you're passionate about, and honestly, just the way that you uh, you run your business and um, you do. Uh, film, I, I think is really inspiring. And I think a lot of people can gain a lot from it. So there's a balance here that I think you're, you're, you're balancing well right now, but I think you can balance even better to know that you, try, have a, you have a lot to give. Um, and we all have a lot to learn, you know? So Absolutely. it's like the balance of being confident, but then being humble, man, that is what draws people. I'm just so sold on that to where people are drawn to you. If you could have the spirit of being humble and a forever learner, but then being confident to know that I'm good. Yeah, I'm, work, I'm working on the confidence. I was, I was telling Miles, I was like, man, I hope I don't blow this thing. Like, I was like, I don't even, I just bought this mic five minutes ago. I was like, I was talking to the people at Best Buy. I was like, guys, I, I'm doing a podcast with these people. They think I know what I'm doing in my life. Uh, how do I not sound like an idiot? Um, the guy's talking to me about like, he's like, oh, I run a, a stock podcast. I was like, dude, I don't even know what's going on. Um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, I would have given, fine, I would have given anything and I'm putting this out there on the, on the, on the internet forever. I would have given anything for you to have been fully clothed. Calm down, everyone. Fully clothed, but just sitting in your bathtub while you were, while you were doing this. <laughs> The next one, the next one will be in a bathtub. I promise. No, um, uh, there's, there's not going to be a next there's one. There's not. Yeah, we're done. No, yeah, I, 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 no sorry, but no, you're right. Okay, you're right. You're right. I, I, I'm getting too cocky. This is what happens. No, nah, man. Oh man. Well, hey, dude. Thank you so much for keeping this like just so easy to to understand for people. I mean, listen the 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 what the what the industry needs right now, and I will I will say this like definitively: what the industry needs is more voices like yours, Chris. We don't need more influencers. We don't need more like fifteen minute to fame uh, educators. Um, we that's not what we need. What we need is people that are willing to say like, "Hey, your ethic, your your creativity, and." your legacy is going to hinge on on the character behind it. And dude, you're you're living that right now in in a very real way. You've referenced your kids like how many times? T tell us really quick. How old are your kids? I have a 2-year-old and a 6-month-old, Callie in London, and uh it's been uh it's been a a blessing. Uh you know, after I lost my father, I was in like a super rough spot, so uh yeah. they definitely changed my life and uh just just made filming weddings. Actually, I don't want to touch on this. I've been doing this I've been trying to do this more. So um, I've been trying to film grandparents on a wedding yeah. day, just this like 80s style. I go bring them out and interview them. And recently I did this without a bride knowing. And I gave the bride her full length video and I her grandmother passed away in the time where I filmed their wedding and put the wedding yeah. together. Mm -hmm. And it was just incredible. So wow. uh just, I think without ha like having kids, I put everything in perspective for me. Cause I used to be big. I'm like, oh, if the light's not good, I'm not going to film like that. Um, now, mm -hmm. like with the family stuff, I'm like, oh, like these moments yep. to me might, might not be like Instagram worthy, but like to the bride and groom, like their uncle sitting yep. by himself yep. on a couch is like the awesome, like it's going to be awesome, like in time, you know? So it's, yep. it's stuff like that where like you learn as you go. But, uh, um, really yeah, good. my kids, uh, I'm super thankful. Super thankful to be their dad. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I just yeah. feel feel super blessed, super lucky, and uh, yeah, I just can't wait to watch them grow. 
Well, tell us, tell us really quickly. How can how can we um, how can we get involved with you? How can we engage with you? Follow and and see your work. Uh, where are all the places that you're showing up right now? It's level thirteen cinematography. I changed it recently. I didn't know if it was just it's a LVL thirteen cinematography. Yeah, for right now I do everything. You have to find me on social media. That's where I post uh, most frequently and stuff like that. Hey, other other thing, I'm going to put you on the hook for this, Chris, and then and then we'll let you sign off, brother. But um, I want to invite you into a uh, a private huddle um, over on our Slack channels here in the next uh, couple of weeks, where where we can do a, a private Q and A with you. Um, and the uh, and the the small group classes that we've got we've got a number of videographers as well as photographers that that we train on a weekly basis and I know that they could benefit a lot from a huddle with Heck you yeah. so that would be so fun guys if you're interested in that just uh, just hit me up over on Instagram at Miles Whit Boyer uh, or uh, Miles at MilesWitBoyer.com and I will uh, I'll get you invited into a one time Slack uh, huddle uh, whether you are a member of our of our small group training or not so you can can be a part of that um, dude Chris Jared. Man, that was cool. Great combo, guys. Till next time.